0: It's cash color cannabis, a high level of conversation. We are live at Las Vegas Convention Center for MJ BizCon 2022, and while walking the floor, I ran into one of my mentors, one of the people, I, the first, one of the first people I ever spoke to when I when I decided to make this jump into cannabis from the media perspective, and that is the amazing Roz McCarthy. Roz, how are you doing today? What's
1: up, man? I'm so good. So happy to be here with you. i oh, man tired. Listen, they don't understand <laughs> this MJ business. ooh,
0: it's a haul? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I mean, for, first off, it's a haul when you do all the things that you do—from the yeah. dice mixer to black Buddha cannabis. Congratulations yeah. on that, Thank you. Thank girl. You. I'm pretty sure they had you running around here this whole entire it week. A haul.
1: Well, yeah. First, we had about 15 team members from come in town. Yeah, set them up in a Airbnb. You know, as soon as they get there, they ready to smoke it up. They want to go start cooking shrimp and fish and grits and carrying on. But, no, honestly, it's been a great, great week. Um, You know, we've been here. We've been real intentional about our time here. Mm -hmm. Um, We hosted a Welcome to Las Vegas DICE Mixer. Yes. DICE stands for Diversity and Cannabis Experience. It was our third one. Uh, We started at uh, Palm's Place in 2019. Mm -hmm. Then we graduated over to an independent venue, did it in 2021, and then came back to them and expanded out. And it's just it's just the best in class after hours yes. networking for
0: us. Yes, yes, it's it really about is.
1: Us, we walk in. It's like black royalty. C.J. Wallace, Biggie Sun was there. Oh, I missed Eugene, that. Eugene Monroe was there. Redhead <sighs> was there. Uh, the the uh, man, I, I listen, Big Frida, her team was in the building. She had just flown in from um, London, so she's about to get down with us and do some stuff. Okay. She's, up. she's about to launch her own brand or what have you. Um, man, you just named it, of course. It, was, it felt like black campus royalty in the building, so yeah. it's our honor to put that on. Uh, we literally had a hip hop violinist that would open it up for our VIP reception. And then we had food, open bar, we had a dessert bar, a churro truck outside. <laughs> All I mean, it was just dope. It was just a dope experience. And, so, um, and we also have a booth here at the, um, at the convention. And for us, it's just a way of one. It feels like it's like um, our our homecoming when we come to New York. I'm not New York, but to Las Vegas. But more importantly, um, just creating an environment for us to feel good. Not feel like we gotta wait in line and have people think that's crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, it felt really great. So yeah, it's, it's
0: been a week. I'm super proud. Yeah, I'm super proud of everything you do with the Dice Mixer because I thought the same thing when I went to one last year. It felt like a black school homecoming, and if you went to an HBCU and know what that homecoming feel yes, was, that's the see, feel you we got. All hugging
1: it out. Yeah, and we've been a- and we were away from each other because of COVID. So yeah. it was really critical last year, but this year it was the same thing. And it was like, and I'm gonna tell you something: it's so many folks that we don't even know. That are in the industry doing things making moves or what have you and so we would stop the party for everybody to be like listen go meet some people go yes. you know go connect with some folks you haven't seen before because it's um, i mean the type of folks who are in the building always just it's not just social equity like it's, we're more than just a monolith right yes yes we yes, can do, yes. do more i mean you had ceos of different companies there and and i'm not going to say how like some of the major cannabis companies came through and sponsored. So, um, and I'm so excited! Shout out to Air Wellness, shout out to Truly, shout out to I mean, we had Leafly. Um, also, when let me tell you who we had is our, our VIP partner, who the UFCW, uh, the cannabis workers, the, union. the
0: workers union, the
1: union, okay. And it's so a sister that's driving it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I think I feel I didn't get a chance to meet her, but she was in New Orleans, and um, yes, I'm very supportive yes, of that of yes. that, uh, that group. We need we need a good union in cannabis.
1: We need a union. Yeah. Has a, a, a has a, a, a um it has a focus and an intentionality of making sure that even black like folks social equity, off, I mean, workers that are like saying like I don't want to operate, I, I, but I want to work in the industry, have some protection. Yeah. So they came through it major way, became a VIP uh, partner for this event. um They had a crew of about seven or ten people there. Listen,
0: listen
1: <laughs> honey, remember, I me tell, tell you how. The, how crazy it was. We couldn't even get out the building before everybody was like, well, what you going to do next year? Yeah, I like, yeah, hey, I believe it. Yeah, hey, let me get past tonight. But yeah. Definitely just, um, it was a great experience. And, you know, as you can imagine, I'm exhausted. And then now... <laughs> Friday is always my day to call, talk about Black Buddha and to yeah. go around and, and, you know, just make those connections for Black
0: Buddha. So, oh. Well, yeah. we, we better do that today because Let's we talk about Black we Buddha. have not had a formal introduction to Black Buddha. Yeah. Uh, we know Roz from M4MM. We know Roz from the Dice Mixers. But explain to us how you have founded and got involved with Black Buddha. Yes.
1: Yeah, so sure. this is my brainchild, my creative brand that I created um, when I started InfraMM. I didn't know exactly where I want to be from a, from a, a business enterprise. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the industry well enough. But I did have this kind of like passion inside of me that says I want to make sure I'm protecting my community and providing service. Yes. So that was InfraMM. Well, last year, I suffered a traumatic brain injury due to a car collision. I had someone that yeah. hit me from behind yeah. really, really bad. And I ended up not, unbeknownst to myself, two weeks after the accident, I passed out. And then I went to the hospital. They were like, well, we don't know what's going on. Passed out again. Long story short, I was diagnosed with concussion, whiplash, and traumatic brain injury. Mm. And my health went from zero to, like, it just, I mean, it went from 100 to zero. And I ended up having to have a caregiver, Nicole Phone, moved in with me for about four weeks to take care of me. I was just that sick. It was the concussion symptoms, nausea, disorientation, um, you know, sensitivity to light, sensitivity to noise. Um, you name it, and Nicole first what she did was she came in and butchered my pantry and threw out everything. The processed. <laughs> everything that was processed. Yeah, it has to go. It, it, she threw it out. She was like, "You can't heal with this junk." I was like, "All right, yeah. throw it out." So, and then she put me on a CBD regimen around the clock, every four to six hours, giving me CBD by mouth as a tincture. And then most importantly, because of the the concussion episodes. She um, provided me with a Da Vinci uh, vaporizer. And Da Vinci is basically a vaporizer that you put dry flour in the chamber, Mm -hmm. and you click it about five times, and then it it heats it up, and you vape dry flour. And it's just just great. And that was really what helped to bring me back around. It took about four weeks for me to get back to my halfway normal. And then I ended up integrating um, some meditation and um, some mantras and really speaking to my healing um, and it was, because my doctor, my cranial sacral therapist was like, Roz, when you feel like your brain is about to shut down because I had these I had these syncopies where I was passing out, he says you have to learn to talk to your brain and you have to meditate also outside of when you're feeling these episodes. So I started doing it and I didn't want to, but I started doing it and then I was like, I started feeling, having like empowerment and strength over my, these episodes, I'm like I'm not going to pass out. So I have PTSD due to the anxiety of like I was driving my car one time, I had to pull over because I was about to pass out like okay. It was bad, it was bad. And I'm still healing to this day. But what the I want to just encourage people, no matter what you're going through, there's light on the other side. And my situation is health related, but I will tell you that whatever you're going through, just look for the light. Know that you're you're going through it, you're not going to be there forever. And had it not been for that car collision, had it not been for my healing, had it not been for me just taking the action of looking at, um, I started researching Buddhism and some of the practices and incorporating that in my healing. I wouldn't created Black like Buddha, and that was my response to it. I was laying in bed one night and literally I was like, "Lord, I don't have anything." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't have any, if some if you take me now because I thought I was about to die." Yeah. And I was like, "I have no legacy to leave to my kids." And to me, I just came to me. I'm like. This strong black woman and cannabis was like starting to change it. This, this is my own personal experience. But sidebar guys, um, prior to starting M4MM, I had never cons- consumed before. Facts. So <laughs> so people go, I, I had someone, even, I mean, let me tell you something. I had some, a, some, a nut, somebody crazy was like, Yeah, I heard you store cocaine. I was like, Who in the hell would ever say that about me? Because I'm somebody that never, ever like, even consume cannabis, so it's just sometimes you have haters out there that mm-hmm. want to start crap and no, gross is not and I, I didn't have a personal connection to cannabis, it was only until after my car accident so I combined all these pieces and it came to me, I want to sort of brand I want this brand to be women when I finally, when I finally said, I'm not good, I'm not well, that's when my healing began, because I was trying to, like, I'm okay I'll be fine I'm okay, I'm good, and I wasn't good. And I'm not good to this day. I still have issues with cognitive issues. I forget, like, my my memory is still really, really bad. Uh, I have issues sometimes where all of a sudden that concussion symptom will come back. And I had to admit that I'm in a different place with my brain. And once I did that, it changed. All the lights went on, and it was like black Buddha cannabis. It's not about getting high, it's about getting enlightened. And for those that don't know, Buddha means enlightenment.
0: Major. What a story! Yeah, what an amazing story. You know, and I, I remember the accident, but it's so you know, well, for it is it's a blessing that you're here. I
1: am. It is. A blessing. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It's definitely a blessing that you had the the tribe that you had because Nicole was able to come in and really nurse you back to health. She did. But man, you talk about how through a hard time you came up with a vision that's now an a entire business that's in Massachusetts reason. and an all an kind of places thing. now.
1: Let me tell you how much of an entire business it is. Yeah, so, last year. MJ Biz, I'm walking around on a Friday. This uh, Friday last year, this time I had a t-shirt on with black on it, and I'm walking around, no product, no partners, no nothing, just a vision. Yeah, and like I'm like in a in a logo, right? That's all I had, and so I want you guys to understand that sometimes you don't have to have much to you have to think it and bring it into fruition in your mind. Yeah. You have to walk it like it's happening. Yeah. So I'm walking around, and I run into Pam Moore. She's one of the ed- editors for MJ Biz. Yeah, hey, Pam. Hey, yeah, you
0: know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah. And she's like, Roz, what are you doing? And I was telling her, I said, listen, I create this brand. I'm trying to look for possible partners. And I'm just kind of walking around, meeting people. And so I tell her the same story. I'm telling you about what happened with me in the accident. And she was like, do you mind if I take your picture? And I'm like, no. So she takes a picture of me and my teacher with my one with my logo on, and she takes some notes from the story. Two weeks later, the after MJ BizCon newsletter, she features my story in there. And then it I didn't need that, but it was so supportive and helpful yeah. to even open up the door for people to realize that I have something new and different to offer. And from there, I went into the first of the year, December of January. Um, formed partnerships with Tilt Holdings. With Tilt, is my partner in Massachusetts and Pennsylvania. I have a partner in Ohio, which is Benny Leaves, and we just signed a deal here in Nevada with a Black-owned cultivator that's bringing Black Buddha to Nevada. Next year, I'll come and go to Planet 13, Jardin, and everything else. You'll be able to get Black Buddha off the ship.
0: Wow. Yeah. What a story, yeah. man. So yeah. what's it feel like to be an official brand now?
1: I have a multi-state brand. Yeah, a multi-state it, brand. It, 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 I don't take it for granted, and I'm still running in for ML as I try to yes. transition out. Um, I will tell you this: that you know, having a good team around you is critical. I have a COO who's a white cat out of Ohio, who you would think like I ain't got this cat, but he believes in me. Mm-hmm. He believes in my vision. It's not about. Let me tell you something: this white cat, he will rock black Buddha ten times more than I rock it. Wherever he goes, he's wearing the hoodie. And he doesn't try to, like, adopt the culture or try to or, or try to be down. Or you know how sometimes people are trying to figure out how yeah. to integrate. Yeah. He just tells my story. He just tells that this is a black woman on brand that's about healing, about, about women, and about people feeling better. And so surrounding yourself with a team. And people, if you have a vision, and if you can articulate that vision, I'm going to tell you, you can get people that have a skill set that you put on the team. And what I did was I gave my team members, the core team members, equity in my company because if you get a value, and if I don't have the dollars to pay you right now, but it's nothing better that they have skin in the game for them to stay connected and stay engaged and work as hard as I do on this brand. Yeah. So it's not just me. I have, um, you know, I have I, I have um, uh, Troy Butler who's the COO. Um, Ray Gartino is my chief revenue officer. I have Eric Range, of course, he's my chief ESG officer. We got Malik Yoba. Um, we, you,
0: <laughs> you met him you last year. Last
1: year. <laughs> you saw him last year. Yeah. But, you know, so we went from MJ Biz, then we went into the Black Con, yes. right? can, can, Cannabis Conference. Cannabis conference. Malik was a friend from 25 years. I told him my story. I told him what I'm doing. He's like, Roz, where you want me? Where you need me? He's my chief strategy officer. And again, it don't take a lot of equity you got to give. And we always. We black folks gotta get out of, if I don't have all of it, I don't want none of it, right? 100% of nothing is nothing. Whereas for me, if I have to be able to build a strong team, get cut them in, let, get them a little piece of equity in this, have some skin in the game, so that as we're building, they feel like, wow, I'm building, but it's not just I'm doing it, I'm doing it with bras, we're doing it all together. So it's a great feeling, and um, we're now at 30 stores in Massachusetts.
0: Congratulations, congratulations. It <laughs> <no
1: dose>. <laughs> is so dope. It is. Was going into the dispensary and asking for my product.
0: I was like, face, <laughs> "I want to eighth
1: the black Buddha flower." And the one thing about us, our brand is, is that we created um, experiences. So um, instead of showcasing the strain, we showcase the experience. Yeah. So the first experience that we launched was called Bliss. Bliss is that afterward, I need to. I want to relax. I have anxiety. I'm a little anxious. It's that I feel good. I want to be in a happy place. And I don't want to be a couch potato. I'm not ready to go to sleep. Yeah. I don't want to be like comatose. I want functional flour. And so we have a flour dark flour. We have a pre-packed chilam. We saw the chilam yeah. before. And we also have date pins. And then we have gummies
0: coming out. Congratulations. Congratulations! You 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 are you are such an inspiration. <laughs> and I really have to give you your flowers. You know, like I said, I met you when I was first coming into this space, man. And you were one of the first people I met. And when I say from the minute she told me what she was going to do to where we are right now you have made everything come to life. You know what I, I mean? mean. And, I, and I know that you have done it all all with love. And and, all the and, com-
1: it's all about someone to see to it and paying it forward. And yeah. so my living will not be in vain um, when, you know, as as we all have a, a, an appointed time and place on this earth. And I want people to remember the fact that, Ross, yes, I want to grow something. I want to be able to leave a legacy for my children. But also we as a community, we've got to, stop trying to forward it to ourselves. Yes. Don't feel like just because yes. if I share information, that's going to put you ahead of me. we got to pay it forward. Yes. When i got a hook, if i got a lick, I need to pay that lick. I, I need to pass it forward to someone else, you know, and not feel like if I get, if you get the lick, that means that, that I'm not going to be able to tap into that again. Yes. And that's what, I mean, I'm just trying to model by example. That's what M4MM is about. Uh, with 15 of our key stakeholders, I mean, leadership team here, I'm Pushing my attitude, and my pit forward to them, so they can push it out to their community, and we just—if we do this, it becomes a
0: cycle, and we all win. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not going to hold you to hold you up too much more. I know you got okay. but- to be at a booth, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, listen, guys, you all have have no clue. I'm going up the escalator. Yes, Mecca's coming down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm way to the top. I'm coming, and so. It is my pleasure. You know how much I love you. Yes, yes, you. yes, you do. Listen, let me tell you how much I believe in you. I see Cash Color Cannabis the movie. Yes. The documentary. Yes. I see it launching at Sundance. I want to be a part of that. I see so much for you. I love Atlantibus, uh, your clothing line, everything you're doing. You are such a creative. Thank you. And just know when I'm able in the position to do more, I'm yes. going to do more, and hopefully just be a support. Well,
0: just know this: you already done it. You, you, the words you <laughs> poured into me over years has is why I'm still here right now. It's why I walk into every room knowing that I'm supposed to be in every room. Yeah, you are the person who you're literally a godmother to all of us, man. And I oh, think yeah, that I that's your legacy it. even beyond um, Black Buddha. What we will always remember Roz for is that she she basically nurtured a group of black entrepreneurs way before she needed even to do it, and she's still doing it now. And I'm I'm blessed to be a friend of yours. I mean, I'm blessed to be your friend. Of- yeah. No problem. Thank you again. And that's Cash Color Camp is live from MJ Biz.